Do anybody know the rules to the game anymore? Do anybody know what, you know, the rules to how to treat people, the rules to engagement? I've been, you know, listening to a lot of people within the Black community, especially within my community. I've been listening to people, uh, the foundational Black American community, and not just in the foundational Black American community, but in, you know, other communities as well. And I say it like this, whatever works, works for you, you know? People go to, uh, you know, marriage counselors, which I always uh, encourage. I strongly encourage that uh, you often want to see a therapist, a counselor, um, when you're looking into love. But that is so far off beyond the point. The point that I'm trying to make is that here is the game according to Dream Nicole, okay? Here's the game according to me. Um, here's the game according to me. Okay. One, I got to set boundaries. I got to set boundaries on every single person that I come across because people will have you fucked up. Okay. In my life now, I don't surround myself with fucked up people. And the external, though, there's fucked up people around me every day. It's crazy. Like, there's there's fucked up people around me every day. And it's fucking weird. Like, let me, let me tell y'all about this person, right? Let me tell y'all about this person. So, you know, there's this guy named Chen, right? And... I know I know Chen on the external. I don't know him in the internal because he's not my friend. He used to be my friend, but he's not my friend no more. Like I cut him off, like cut him off some five months ago. And every time he see me, now that because you know, I cut him off over a misunderstanding. You know, he he had me fucked up. First of all, you going around spreading rumors about your motherfucking self and then trying to put people in shit. Like, you know, you know people who ain't got no motherfucking competition with themselves. They ain't beefing with the motherfucking selves, but they involve themselves in some motherfucking chaos because they can't live without it because he they ain't got shit going on. That's who Chen is. Chen is that, that person, okay? And... Not only that, but Chen is the type of person that engage in all type of fuck nigga shit. Like, that's what Chen do. So, one day, he had me fucked up talking about me. Then tried to confront me, talk about I'm talking about him. The fuck, bro? Get the fuck out of here. First off, let me tell you something about Chen. I Chen, this nigga Chen ain't cute. He ain't cute, not one motherfucking bit, okay? And not only that, too, the fuck I look like. 
the fuck I look like? I'm like, oh, I'm like, this nigga really don't fucking know me. So had to snip it. Cause one thing about me, I don't involve myself in no drama. I ain't no drama type of bitch. Ain't I don't I don't. First off, my life is already internally chaotic. And I try to cool that the fuck off. Externally, I don't need no chaotic shit. I don't need no chaotic shit at fucking all. I don't know who the fuck he thought I was. But anyway, I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I I literally tell him, I'm like, nobody is talking about you, okay? Nobody is talking about you. So you need to chill the fuck out. And second, you misunderstanding everything that the person he didn't even listen to the person that he was even talking to fucking about. That he wasn't even talking to. That supposedly said that I that I said this. Listen, okay. So let me let me break it down to y'all. What the fuck happened, right? Cause you know the rules of engagement here. Let me just tell y'all how it happened. So. So Quinta, who, okay, so Quinta basically said to Chen, hey, how are you doing? Oh, and how is your, and you know, and how is your boo? Now, of course, everybody know that Chen has a boo because Chen tells everybody that he's in a relationship. Okay. I know he's in a relationship because he fucking told me, okay? And Chen has told Kinta that he's in a relationship too. He just don't motherfucking remember, but he fucking did. Because everybody was there. Everybody knows, okay? Because he told everybody. Chen is a motherfucking retard, but we're gonna, we're gonna, um, you know. Anyway. So, Kinta said, hello, how are you doing? It was another, you know, they had a small conversation in between that. And then she asked him, how is your boo? So then after that, I don't know what happened later after that, but then he comes downstairs to me. Okay, so this all happens while, you know, at a comedy circuit. This happens at a comedy circuit that I'm performing at. I'm about to get on set in probably like the next 15 minutes. So I'm preparing, I'm waiting for, you know, in that 15 to go on my set. And he comes over to me and starts confronting me about talking about him. I'm like, first off, and here was the funny thing. The girl Quinta never said my name, never mentioned my name. So automatically here you are assuming, which is, it's crazy, right? So you're assuming just off the bat of what? This is people who make up things and want to be in drama. Right? Because by the way, me and Chen, we don't even 
We don't even know each other on the internal. Like I say, he's he's not my friend on the outside in my personal life. So he comes to me, he says, oh, well, you, you know, you're talking about me to people. You, you know, you need to keep my name out of your mouth when you're talking about me to people. Don't mention me in anything. I'm like, first off, I don't talk about you to anyone. I don't know. Who, I don't. I'm like, what are you even talking about? I said, first off, I said, you're not you're not cute at all. Second of all, nobody is talking to you or about you. Nobody is thinking about you. I said, and third, who the fuck are you to come to me with that type of bullshit? You got me fucked up. And he was like, well, I'm just letting you know, don't be fucking talking about me. I said, ain't nobody talking about you. After that, I cut it off, let it go. I cut it at the base. This person, I, I cut it off and I stopped speaking to this person for literally five months. I, it was to the point where, you know, we would collide in the same circles externally. But, you know, it was just a fixture. I literally would walk past this person, dub this person, everything. And then all of a sudden... You know, I call myself being nice. We talked about the situation probably some months ago. Not even not even some months ago. Actually, last month, me and Chen talked about the shit last month. While, you know, on a comedy set. Talked about it last month. And the person, you know, Chen apologized. I'm like, okay. But then, as of recently, on a comedy set, Chen decides to disrespect me again by making inappropriate advances at me. I told this person three times in the same conversation that I don't want it and stop fucking playing with me. Here's the thing. Externally, I am not a friendly person. I'm not a friendly person. I'm very introverted. I have my own clique of people that I fuck with and I choose my own people that I want to fuck with. I choose people who I want to align myself with. Nobody forces me to hang with anybody, okay? Because I really don't fuck with people like that. And I'm the type of person, I'll tell you who the fuck you are and where the fuck you can go with yourself. I'll probably fight you and beat your fucking ass, okay? Like... I don't fuck with people. On the surface of things, I deal with people because I have to. When it comes to my bread. Outside of that, I don't. Because people scare me. Okay? And that's just that. But... I got to, you know, I have to establish boundaries with people because people will have me fucked up. And the thing is, when you be nice to people, like one of the things I learned is you can't be nice to people. People will really have you fucked up. As soon as you start saying hello, uh, you know, how are you doing? Or, you know, just 
any type of small talk, people feel like they have to take it further instead of just truly understanding that it's small talk. Like when I'm saying, if I say hello to you, I expect you to say hello back. If you don't say hello to me, I'm not going to say hello to you back. If I don't, to be honest with you, I don't speak unless I'm spoken to. That's really how I roll. If you don't speak to me, I'm not finna speak to you. Okay? And another thing, too, that I need for everybody to know, too, I'm not an emotional person, so I don't be betting on my pussy. I'm not an emotional person, so don't be bet. I don't bet on my motherfucking pussy. I ain't the type of person like, I, here's the thing. I'm friendly, but to an, to an extent. On the surface, I'm cool. And friendly on the external, I ain't cool and friendly. So, I mean, I'm cool on the internal. It's me, myself, and I. That's my best friends. I don't, you know what I'm saying? And I keep it like that. I ain't the type of person that just be, you know, itching for attention and all that. Because I don't care about it. I go in my own lane and I follow my own lane and I ain't the type that be running in the crowd either. And I ain't got no click. I got people on my internal that I fuck with. I got friends on my internal. I got family on my internal. I got people that I fuck with, but they don't even, they don't even fuck with my external. They don't, you know, we, we don't, they don't do that. Here's the thing, right? Like I said, I'm I'm in my soft woman era. I'm in my soft and feminine era. And because I'm in my soft and feminine era, this is why I'm very big on staying out of drama and stuff. And why I don't like to fight like I'm some type of fucking boxer. Because I think fighting makes people go to jail. And I'm scared of jail. And I'm scared of prison. And not only that too, it ruined people's livelihoods, which I am deadly afraid of being broke. I'm so afraid of being broke. I That is my biggest fear. I got beef with being broke. And this is why I am so introverted when it comes to people. Because I truly feel like people... People really scare me. Like, you never know what type of uh, situation or what type of anything that anybody has been in or has went through. You don't know the type of traumas or the scars that people have wear. So you don't even know the type of energy that people come with. And that is like the biggest probability risk. That's the biggest probability risk. And, it, and it's scary. It's very, very scary. Um, every time that I fall in love with somebody, it just doesn't work out. It just never, ever, 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 ever work out. And now that I, I realize that I'm the fucking problem, um, I am the problem. The first relationship that I was in, it was great. It was great. I broke up. I'm going to be honest. I broke up with this person literally because the relationship was great. And it was so great that I felt like I was going to fuck it up by cheating. I didn't cheat on the person. Never cheated on this person ever. 
because me and this person was around each other every day. Like we went to the same school, our families knew each other. We was around each other every single motherfucking day, every day. But I graduated high school, going to college, and you know I was kind. I was in that phase where it was just like, mm, you know, I want to see different people, have my options, and everything. But the person that I was with was a very great guy. He was the best guy I've ever been with. Best guy I've ever been with. But he was just, the rela- you know, the relationship. I, I was afraid of fucking it up. So I fucked it up by breaking up with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my second relationship, it was good. It was good. But everything happened so fast. Me and the person, we were best friends throughout like two years and then graduated, became adults, started dating as adults. And then, you know, it it lasted about good seven months, ended. Great guy, very, very great guy, but everything just happened so fast. Relationship was great. It was great. But when it wasn't great, it wasn't great. But it was great overall, though. Because, like I said, the the great thing about it was there was no, there was no violence. There was no anything. Um, You know, we argued just a little, little bit, but. I was in college, young, shit was like, yeah. Plus I was, I was involved in other shit too. That I didn't want it to interfere into that. So I had to, I had to sacrifice something and I I broke up with him. Bad, just, 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 you know, fucked up decisions, right? I'm the type of person I, I can admit to my fucked up decisions. I like I said, I'm the fucking problem here. Here's where here's where the problems happen. Third problem was very short lived, and it was just all built off of it's built off of drugs. It's built off of straight fucking drugs. I am not going to. It was built off of fucking drugs. Okay, I was curious at that time, and I was. Doing a lot of shit. Plus, I was getting money, but getting money and other shit. That was just whack. Okay, just straight the fuck up whack. And yeah, it was built off of that in chaos. So it didn't last at all. Did my very last relationship happened in a marriage it started off good but chaotic it was chaotic because I was chaotic I got into a relationship at a very I had no let me tell you something when it came to my marriage I had no business getting into a fucking relationship at the time I had no fucking business I look back on my 20s and if I could do my 20s all over again, I wouldn't have gotten married and I wouldn't have even gotten into a relationship. The cutoff should have been, 
at the third fucking relationship because that's when I should have gotten therapy, gotten a motherfucking good, stable job, you know, graduated college, went to college, um, you know, truly focusing on or even just an actual. And I and here's the thing. In my 20s, I went to vocational school and got a, a cert. You know what I should have did? I should have just got my cert and fucking worked and literally just focus on my stability and focus on myself before I even had got, before I even had got into a relationship. The problem is, is that in our twenties, we're not fully fucking there. We're not fully fucking there. I'm in my thirties and I, just barely got it fucking right. <laughs> Just barely got it right. I'm a fucking single woman, formerly fucking married. I'm not in a relationship with no one. I'm fucking single in my 30s. Only got a little bit of time to get this motherfucking shit right. <laughs> a little bit of time. It took me in my late 20s to truly realize I was the fucking problem. My marriage failed because of me. Because of me. Mm-hmm. I, I was a horrible fucking wife. Horrible. Horrible. I worked. I worked all throughout my marriage. I didn't have enough time. I didn't even have enough time to spend with my ex-spouse. I didn't even put enough time to spend with him. And in all of that too, I stepped out. I stepped out. In the beginning, I stepped out. In the very, very beginning. During that time, I was in the streets. I had no fucking business being in. I had no business being in the fucking, in a marriage, in a relationship. I had no fucking business. Where am I now? Not in a relationship, not laid up, not booed up, by myself, working, working a job that pays good. I'm tired, I'm exhausted, but I have abundance. I have abundance. What you said, what, what you... What you sacrifice? What do you have to sacrifice? What did I sacrifice? I had to sacrifice a relationship. I had to sacrifice a marriage. I had to sacrifice family to be able to be where I'm at today. Am I proud of it? Yeah and no.
Where am I at today? Do I want to be in a relationship? Absolutely. I would love to be in a relationship. You want to know why? Because I'm di- I'm a different person than what I was. Do I think I could be a better wife? Absolutely. I know that I am a great wife. Because even within those times, I was a great wife to that man. What made me a great wife to that man was because I changed my life right in his eyes. I went from being a negative person to being a positive person. I went from being lazy to being a hardworking person. Oh, as a woman, I will never stop working. I will never fucking stop working. However, it's great to have a relationship too with someone who is working. I'm ready to build. And I'm ready to not only build, but have a foundation for it to be stable. So I can stay afloat. Not just I, but so that the ones that I love and care about can stay afloat as well. I look at the life that I live now as something bigger than me. I look at everything as bigger than me. And I look at myself as a student in this world. I also look at myself as a teacher. But at the end of the day, I'm a comic. The thing that I say is, is that we have to look at how we approach each other and how we get to know each other. We have, we have to work on that and we have to change that. When you get to know somebody, you want to understand them. You don't want to be right. You don't want to, the idea that, oh, well, I want to get with somebody to truly show them who I am. It's just stupid. Don't get an idea. Don't get, don't get involved with somebody just off of being selfish. Don't get in that. Don't get with somebody just for that. Don't do that. Because if you want to just be in an energy where it's just all about you, then don't be with somebody. Because when you get with somebody, it's not all about you. It's all about them. Ladies, when you get involved with a man, you have to be the man's peace. That is your job. Your job is to be the man's peace. And I'm not talking about a P-I-E-C-E. I'm talking about be his peace, be his stability. That's what you're supposed to do. This idea that women should be housewives, I think it's ridiculous as hell, especially in the world that we live in. I think it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous as hell. Women, you don't have to have a full-time job when you're with a man, but it's best to have money 
for you. Set aside money for you. And not only do you set aside money for you, but you also want to set aside money for you and him. You want to have your own bank account? But you also want to have something that you bring to the table with him as well. This idea that women should be sleeping in the couch and being in the kitchen and just being in a home all motherfucking day. I think it's ridiculous as hell. That's just me. This whole idea. This is just me. It's this whole idea. No, like, don't get me wrong. I know how to cook. I want to make you a sandwich. I want to motherfucking cook some motherfucking food for you. I want to be your nutrition as well, but I also want, like I said, to be your piece. I also don't want it just to be strictly you. That's just bringing home the motherfucking money. I want to be able to bring home the money too. I want to be able to bring home the money too. I want to be able to be the one that be for the survival for the both of us as well. And I also want to be with you to love you as well, just as much as you love me. There has to be a balance. I don't want my man. I don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes. I want my man working all the time. I want him to be working, working, working. But at the same time, I want my man to also rest all the time too. I want my man to also recover all the time too. I want my man to also be able to reap the abundance all the time too. You know? Like, that's what I want. I want my man to feel good all the time too. I want my man to get fed all the time too. If I eat, he eat. That's that's what it's supposed to be. That's interdependence. Like that's how it needs to be. Like because I know that a man is not a robot. A man is not a robot at all. But a man is a leader. A man is a leader, and I talk about this all the time. Um, you know, a man is a leader. I, you know, like I said, I always feel like men are very logical. So where I might need help in a certain area in a decision-making, you know, process, it's always great to have a man's logic there to be able to, to decipher from the emotional. And I feel like that's so important. That is so important. And because I always say, you know, women, we are emotional. We're emotional creatures. We don't get me wrong. We could be logical, but just only in certain areas. Like we don't have it all the way together. And, you know, that's where a man can come in and fill in those gaps. You know. Like with me, I'm going to be honest, you know, the way... The way to the motherfucking, the way to the, the way to the wave pool, <laughs> the way to the wave pool for me is through my brain. Because I always guard my heart, you know. The thing with me is, too, is that I'm not always intrigued. Like, people don't intrigue me anymore. Like, people are boring. People do the same shit. And it is fucking boring. Like, people do not intrigue me anymore. People don't intrigue me anymore. 
I wish they did, but they just don't intrigue me anymore. I do believe that marriage is the highest institution. People always say the biggest scam is marriage. And I don't think it's a scam, but it's the biggest business if you know how to play it right. If you know how to play it right, trust me. You'll be surprised what you get out of it. I believe in prenups. Let me say that again. I believe in prenups. Men get a prenup. Women get a prenup. Get a prenup. Holla. We want prenup. Get a prenup. Get a fucking agreement. Get a love contract. Get that shit. Get that shit. Hell yeah. Before I fuck anybody, we signing contracts. Hell yeah, we signing NDAs and fucking contracts. Hell yeah, because you not finna play with me. You not finna play with me. You ain't finna play with my motherfucking pussy. I don't know who the fuck you thought you was. Uh-huh. Get a contract. Sign them papers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing in a marriage. When you get in a marriage, people think that it's just about walking down the aisle in a white dress and having kids. It's not about that. Marriage is not the fuck about that, bro. Marriage is a fucking partnership. It is a business, first and fucking foremost. Let me fucking... I, I, I'm finna tell y'all, newsflash. Newsflash. Marriage is a business. It ain't no goddamn fucking love contract. The fuck is that shit? That is not what it is. It's a business. Marriage is illegal. It is legal as fuck. It gets no more legal than that. So whatever idea that you heard about marriage, get rid of that shit. Get rid of that. Doesn't exist. Okay? Marriage is a business. Okay? It caused the fuck the pussy. It caused the feed. It caused the house. It caused to not only that, it also caused for the upkeep. For the upkeep of marriage it cost. It fucking cost. It's a business. Just to get married, it cost. It is a business. Treat it as such and treat it wisely. <laughs> Men don't understand how they could play it to their advantage. Because the system is so set up to where the woman can get everything. Spousal support, alimony, child support. It's so set up. 
but the men don't even know how they can actually have that to their advantage. Like, for example, one of these things that you hear people like, like sneaky links and shit like that, or, you know, people having affairs. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid. One of the things you should do when you just go into a marriage, if a woman decides to stay with you and decides to marry you, you need to have a system in place where you let her know in a written system in place that you are going to sleep with other people and that this is what she married and got herself into. However, you're going to sleep with her too. If y'all willing to share DNA, at least have it written on a contract. You know, if you're going to share DNA, at least have it written on a contract. If you're going to do all of that, have it written on a motherfucking contract. If a man let you know, ladies, listen to me. If a man let you know from the beginning that he wants to sleep with other people. And you decide that you're going to sleep with him anyway and build a relationship with him, accept that shit and get it written on a motherfucking document. So in case anything happens, you ain't liable or he ain't liable. Somebody got to protect themselves here because there's a lot of free-for-alls and motherfuckers is getting caught up in shit that could just been easily avoidable in my book. Like, let's get over this fucking idea that marriage is just solely motherfucking euphoric. This is fucking not. It's fucking business. It's business just like everything else that humans get into. It's a fucking business. Nobody stays in business partnerships for long, which is this other idea that we have to get rid of that, you know, businesses do close and shit does get liquidated. Marriages go through the same shit. Marriages get liquidated. Marriages get closed too. When you close out a marriage, it is called a divorce. You know, Shit works out. Shit don't work out. Shit doesn't always work out. And it happens. But at least you want to have protection for when it doesn't happen. When it doesn't work out, at least you want to have protection. It is always great to have documents signed for shit. When you engage with somebody. Even if you're not in a re- even if you're not getting married. If you're going to get in a relationship with somebody, have a contract. Have a fucking contract. Have something written down. Like with me, the next relationship I'm getting into, I'm having that man sign a motherfucking NDA and a motherfucking sex contract. Yeah. If it gets broken, then we'll both be covered. It's okay to get some motherfucking insurance on your relationship. You can get some insurance on your relationship. You can get some insurance on your relationship. You can get insurance on your marriage. You can get insurance on anything. Get insurance. Motherfuckers want to spend $250,000 on motherfucking chains, but don't want to spend motherfucking $250,000 to insure themselves. 
The only thing that's going to protect that $250,000 chain is your ass. Shit. And you wonder why single people are much happier. Let me tell you something. I got motherfucking life insurance on my motherfucking self. I got insurance on my motherfucking self. And let me tell you something too. Not only do I have insurance on my motherfucking self, but I got insurance to where ain't nobody going to get shit. I wasn't thinking of that shit when I was married. But once I became single, I insured my motherfucking self. I was afraid. Said single people are happier. Lonely, but happy. I think that's kind of true, depending on how you put it. Depending on the circumstances, because I don't think all single people are happy. But I don't think all people who are in relationships are happy either. So it depends, right? I'm lonely, but I am happier. Ever since I became single, I am happy. Oh, yeah, I'm happier as hell. I have everything that I need. I have everything that I motherfucking need. However, I am lonely. I'm lonely. I do crave to be touched on, to be kissed on, to be hugged on, to be told that I matter and shit from another person. Um, I, I do, you know, crave, you know, just being in a company of someone, rather that be platonic or not platonic. I do, I do crave emotional, not emotional. I do crave, um, romantic. I do crave a romantic, a romantic relationship. I crave it. I crave that shit so much. However, I am happy being in solitude as well. I'm not the whole, oh, I want to be independent. I want to be independent. No, I didn't. Let me tell you something. I didn't want to be independent in the motherfucking first place. Let me just put that out there. I did not want to be independent. I was forced to have to go into independence. I did not want to be independent. I just want to be around a person that is just not about bullshit. That is fucking it. That is so it. That's it. You know, same thing goes for friends too. I, I, I'm a loner. I'm a loner. I do shit by myself. I travel by myself. I go out by myself. I eat by myself. I, I do shit by myself. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I got friends and everything, but I'm a loner. I'm a fucking loner. I, saw, I, I had fun on vacation. I was just recently on vacation and I had fun by my motherfucking self. I went to Canada by myself. I went to Pennsylvania by myself. And then I was in New York by myself lit as fuck by myself i was in museums fucking traveling spas all types of shit i was doing everything by my motherfucking self i was having a fucking ball by my motherfucking self and it was great 
I did crave someone though during my vacation. I fucking did. But I didn't count on it. I couldn't count on it. So what did I do? I went on vacation. And I traveled to Canada and I, I performed on some sets. And I also took care of some healthcare situations as well. Canada is a nice place. I love Canada. I love it a lot. Um, I was only up there for maybe like two. I was only up there for two days. I, you know, and then I came back to uh, PA and it was great. And then after I came I mean, I came to Pennsylvania, you know, just to visit some people when I just to roll through, just a little roll through on the stop. And it was great. And then after that, um, I came back to New York and, you know, wow, I came when I came back to New York. Um, the first things I did was I definitely went out to eat. So I went I traveled to some restaurants Um, you know, traveled to some restaurants, got nice and lit. You know, I, I don't drink liquor much, if at all. But um, I did have some margaritas. Um, only e everywhere that I went out to eat, I would have like a margarita, a frozen margarita, like a really thick frozen margarita. Um, and I will only have one. And it would be nice because, like I said, I'm not the type of girl that'll have two drinks. I promise you, I will not have two drinks. I will, I will only have one drink, and then that's it. Because um, I am not no motherfucking drinker, bitch. I'm a, I am a pothead. Okay, I am a cannabis head. I am a pothead. I smoke a lot of weed. Well, I don't smoke weed anymore, but I eat a lot of weed. I take a lot of weed, but I don't smoke a lot of weed. Um, yeah, weed is my thing. Yeah, weed is my thing. I'm not into liquor. I'm not into having the spins and I'm not into throwing up and I'm not into being a slopopotamus. Not into all that. Um, but I don't, I'm not into being around fake people. Like a lot of people will go out to be with people just to have an aesthetic. Like I found that out recently that more than like over a million people will literally hang out with people just as an aesthetic. They're not really friends. They don't want to be friends with these people. They just want them to just take pictures and then that's it. And I'm like, that is fucking shallow. That is shallow. I don't think it gets any shallow than that. That's really, really, really shallow. <laughs> like I never understood that everybody that I ever been friends with it was because I genuinely liked them and genuinely had an interest in them and genuinely wanted to be around them it like I I couldn't like there was like there was this one thing that's circulating around the internet about some rapper who uh once that who looks like another rapper she's going around and she's saying how she only want to hang out with think she only want thick women in the clubs with her uh, because they, you know, she want butts to be shaken and she just want that vibe. And I'm just like, what? And what do skinny women not give off a vibe? I'm confused. Like you have to be a certain weight to give off a vibe. I'm just trying to figure that out. 
Because here's the thing, like I know when I go out, right? I don't care when I go out. I want all my niggas there because all my niggas I hang with do shit. It don't matter whether they skinny or they fat. I don't care. I want I'm that that homie over there, I want him with me because he definitely gonna crack jokes and he definitely gonna be making sure the motherfucking motherfucking blunts and shit is rolled and all that shit. I want her because she definitely motherfucking lit. She's gonna do some crazy ass shit. She probably gonna spark some motherfucking fireworks, crazy shit with a goddamn blowtorch. She definitely coming. I don't care if she's skinny or motherfucking thick or big or whatever. As long as she's motherfucking lit and she can move her legs and her motherfucking arms and get shit motherfucking popping, I want her. Him, I definitely want him because he definitely know he definitely know how to build motherfucking awnings and he definitely know know how to motherfucking set shit up. Not only that, but he motherfucking funny, he motherfucking lit, and he nerdy as hell. You know, he might not motherfucking want to be around people, but he definitely know how to motherfucking get this music jumping. So I definitely want him. I definitely want him because he lit as motherfucker and he like motherfucking music and he know how to get motherfucking shit popping. I don't give a fuck if he's skinny or big. I don't give a fuck if he's skinny or big. I don't give a damn as long as motherfuckers want to get lit. I don't want to be around motherfuckers who just want to take pictures all day. That is motherfucking boring. I want to see some motherfucking, I want to see some motherfucking ass shake. I want to see some music jumping. I want to see motherfuckers jumping in the motherfucking mosh pit. I want to see motherfuckers lit as a motherfucker. I want to see motherfuckers with smiles on their motherfucking faces. I want to see motherfuckers happy as a motherfucker. I'm trying to motherfucker go to space. I'm not trying to go to hell. I don't know what the motherfucker y'all talk about. I'm trying to have some motherfucking fun. So I don't get the aesthetic. I don't get it. I don't get only just wanting to have one group of people around you because y'all all do the same shit. It gets, it, and, and that's the thing. That's the, the fake thing. That's the fake friends thing. Like people always tell me like, oh, well, you're lonely. You don't have no friends and you always going out and this, this, this. And that's why you by yourself. Yeah, I'm out and I'm by myself and I'm motherfucking lit. And even when I go out, I'm never motherfucking lonely because I'm always attracting some motherfucking body. You feel what I'm saying? Like I'm always attracting someone. No matter where the fuck I go, it's always somebody in my motherfucking face. So what are you talking about? You go out with motherfucking 15 fake-ass motherfuckers that be talking shit about you in a goddamn group chat. That's going to be plotting on your motherfucking murder the next week and then probably be successful at it the next month. The fuck is you talking about? (laughs) For real. I'm black as hell, y'all. I'm black. I'm black as fuck. I'm black as hell. I'm American as fuck. Like I said, I don't know shit else. I'm American as fuck. Yep. Team America. Fuck yeah. Yeah. American as fuck. And I'm black as hell. And I'm not one of those radical black people, you know, that I want to be in the military and shit. And they'd be like, I'm black, y'all. Because I'm black, y'all. Because I'm bliggity black. Because I'm black, y'all. Like, I'm not that type of person, but I'm I'm black. And I make it known. Because, like I said, I live I live in New York, and New York is very diverse, but I feel like Black people are not respected in New York, and we're not propped up enough in New York like we should be because we created New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, we built New York, but we're not respected. We don't get the credit that we deserve here in New York, and... That's why I love people like Remy Ma and Papoose. I love they motherfucking love, yo. I love they love. Like, I love they love so much. Like, why? I want to know Remy Ma's prayer. 
What was Remy Ma's prayer? That's what I want. I want to know her prayer. I want to know what did she pray? Reminis Mackey. Yeah, I'm calling you by name. What was your prayer, girl, to land you a man? I want to know the prayer that you got to get Papoose because, girl, that is a good man, a good black man, too. And I came across so many great black men like him. I need that black man. I need a Papoose because... Girl, like we don't celebrate black love like we should. Like people really think we're fucking dysfunctional. People think that black couples are dysfunctional. We're not fucking dysfunctional. The problem is, is outside influences. Like other people, like white people, you know, like other people, you know, trying to like stick their nose and shit that ain't even a fucking business. Let me tell you something. White people got the nerve to be trying to counsel people on motherfucking relationships. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. These motherfuckers, you ever, you ever been in, you, look, white people, when, when you look at the meaning of dysfunction, it's a white face on it because that is the meaning. They created the motherfucking term dysfunctional. They created that shit. There wasn't no dysfunction in black households. Not even during the times of slavery. Even during the times of slavery, there was no fucking dysfunction. We had each other because that's really, truly all we had. And we still have each other because that's truly what we have. That's all we have is each other. So this whole fucking misconception of black people being dysfunctional in, in dysfunction relationships and that whole little trope that Tyler Perry loves to fucking trope in his plays and his in his movies, that's not the case. That is not the case. Black love is beautiful and black love is so fucking important. And with me, I love my black men. I'm not going outside. I like I like BBC. I like big black cock. Okay. <laughs> okay. As a foundational black American woman, I need to fit my puzzle. Do you really think? That anything else is going to fit with me. I think not. It just does not make sense. It just the fuck doesn't. Like no matter how many times you pour creamer in the motherfucking coffee. It's still going to be fucking black. It's still going to be black. And it's still going to be black. Okay. Like straight the fuck up. It just is. Like yeah. It's going to be. You know. It's going to be caramel. It's going to be motherfucking you know, creamy, but it's still going to be black at the end of the day. Like this, that's just one thing you cannot take away from it at all. It's like, it's still going to be black. And so it's like, I'm going to be black forever. I'm going to be black forever. That's never, ever going to fucking change at all. Like, you know, I'm black first before anything. I'm black first. Like, yeah, you know, I'm a woman, but me being a woman is not going to stop me from getting my ass beat, getting shot the fuck up, or going through any motherfucking, uh, going through any type of adversity or anything at the end of the day. Me being a woman is not going to help shit. It does not differentiate me from fucking anything. Um, 
But me being black does. Me being black sets me apart. And that's why I always emphasize on, you know, being black first. You know, I'm black shit. My rhythm is motherfucking black. How I conduct myself is black. How I sway myself is black. How I talk is black. Like, like I got I got swag. I got rhythm. I got grace. I got, I got, you know, resilience. When you hear my voice, you know I'm not the one to be fucked with. Like, when you hear my voice, you hear fear in my voice. Like, you hear power in my voice. That's what being black is. Black is powerful. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, you know... That's just it. I'm I'm black. I'm black first. You know. That's just it, you know. I'm just I'm black and I'm proud. I'm just black and I'm proud. I'm black and I'm sexy. I'm black. I'm black with, you know. Brilliant intelligence. I'm black with resilience. I'm black with strength. I'm black with perseverance. I'm black with determination. I'm I'm just just beautiful, and I'm fucking black. And I want if you black, I want everybody to be proud that they black. In America, if you a foundational black American, you a descendant of American slaves, and and you here, your family here, and you came from that. That's something to be proud of. That is something to be proud of because we done made it through the worst motherfucking atrocity in human history, period, bar none. And with that being said, I'm Dream Nicole. You guys have a good night and black first. (laughs) 